podcast. We are now on, what is this, episode 14? Episode 14. Woo, baby. This is the Brad Johnson episode. How about that? Oh, all right. What about that pool? Um, Yeah, just big ass face mask, a terrible chin strap, and some uh, elbow pads for a quarterback. Come on. What what else do you need? That was a grinder. Uh, <laughs> Gruden grinder. Uh, that's Joe. Uh, I'm Zach. York is here as well. You can see us all if you're watching on YouTube. You're a uh, loyal subscriber. You know by now we do this on YouTube. So if you are a listener on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, all that good stuff, check us out on YouTube. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts. That's right. We're we're pretty much everywhere. I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sure whatever the distribution allowed, I put it on everything. Um but yeah, you know, get on YouTube, smash the like button. And uh smash like subscribe. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Um but yeah, all right. So episode 14. We do need to kick it off. Uh, because obviously Monday following the masters, um, what did everybody think of Sunday? I know Saturday was just kind of a wild ride with all the weather, the start and stopping kind of sucked. And then, uh, Sunday was, was, was a doozy. Uh, we had Rombo, John Rom ran down Brooks Kepka. Ran away with it. Wasn't really close at all towards the end. Um, Kepka had a pretty big birdie putt at one point to, I think, cut it to three. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. But um, <laughs> even though Rom's tee shot on 18 went about 95 yards, um, <laughs> he still managed to get out of there with a par. I mean, just a professional golfer. To a T there. That was fun. But what uh what do we uh what do we think? I, I know um y'all were y'all were y'all were locked in. I was listening on the drive back. Um so I got to didn't get to watch it, but I listened. But um pretty pretty cool. I, I like Rom. What do y'all think? As lo- as miserable as Saturday was to watch um from a spectator standpoint, uh Sunday was awesome. Was it was that's what you want the masters to be. You want to watch beautiful golf course on, you know, 4k TV. And we got to do that from seven 30 in the morning all the way till five or six at night. And it was close. It wasn't like a big, wasn't like one of those ass whippings, you know, it was kind of, it was close pretty much the entire time. So that's what you want to see. And I'm not mad at all about John Ron winning. I wanted Kepka to win, but we're hobbling for my wallet's sake, but you know, it's what it is. No, and I think kind of having the the story of the the charge from behind of even like a Nicholson and a Spieth and those guys kind of putting up, you know, great numbers on Sunday, just kind of, you know, even, you know, yeah, you're paying attention to the top two, but it gave all these ancillary storylines of, man, these guys are making a charge. They can show kind of shots that are meaningful from different people. I thought kind of having, you know, what, three live guys in the top six, and it wasn't mentioned on the CBS broadcast really, but just kind of having those guys there kind of 
providing some more talking points, things like that was really, really kind of cool from the, what you knew it was going to happen like Monday podcast wise from at the golf world. So that was pretty cool to me. Uh, John Rom though, just, uh, maybe the only guy out there right now, the kind of big boy Kepka when Kepka's playing good golf and just kind of absolutely just stood in there, took Kepka's best shot and just answered and absolutely just an amazing round by him. Well, that what? first shot off a of one, he hit it in that ninth fairway. <laughs> and then, you know, but I mean, he stuck the second shot on the green. Yeah. Cause yeah. Hovland, the same thing, but not as bad, but Hovland, Hovland made some good putts yesterday. He didn't, like he made a, a lot of good par saves, but he just, yeah, I guess everything else, he just didn't have it. Yeah. On one tee box, I, I did get to see, I think I saw the first four holes before hitting the road. And yeah, like I was <laughs> packing up and I was at my parents' house and I was packing stuff up. And then I literally looked up as soon as he ripped it. And I was just like, oh, it's, it's the no laying up logo. Like yeah. it was just immediately send it. Yeah. But I mean, dude, like he had the mega angle. Yeah. Like nine fairway and just went right at it. And I mean, professional golfer hit a, hit a golf shot. So I mean, um, that's what Tiger's done a million times. He terrible off that tee and just kind of slaps it over there and just kind of knows he has some sort of shot. Yeah. Um, it was the storyline. Um, not really on the broadcast. I know Nance made a, made a pun about CW, which was, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, that's why he's the goat. Um, yeah. No, nobody was really saying it on the broadcast, but everybody was talking about it on Twitter yeah. with uh, the live golfers had a pretty good showing. I, I thought Kepka was going to win it, um, but you had several of the live golfers rocking their stupid fucking logos and all their swag, but Brooks was just straight Nike'd out. Yeah, he was Nike'd out. Yeah. What did, Love that. What did y'all think of that? I mean, I know KVV made a joke that that you know he he might be hinting at that he wants to you know eat the fine and go back to the PGA Tour. Um, but she was joking. I don't think that's what Brooks wants to do. I don't know. That crossed I, my mind just because, and y'all can probably speak to this more. Um, I know they can play in the Masters because of the rules of the Masters. What about the other majors? What are the rules with those and the live guys? As of right now, they're good for the open championships because they're they're open. So if you qualify, you make it. Um, so they're good to go there. Uh, PGA wise, um, no go. But he's already won the PGA, so oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was under the impression that it was going to be. The so they can't play in every major, correct? Double checking myself. All right, double check your mic too. You got some feedback coming. Is it better now? No, <laughs> might be your connection on the on the plug. I don't know. Check check your aux cord. <laughs> check your tweets. <laughs> um. Well, isn't it also, Joe, that if you won the Masters, you could always go back and play, correct? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so Liv is allowed into the PGA Championship as long as yeah. they qualify. So, yeah, right, yeah, you have to qualify. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I get the sense from the full swing documentary cause you know, I, I don't, I hadn't talked to Brooks in a while. Um, I, I don't, I don't know Brooks Kepka, um, but I get the sense that it was very clear that he went to live for the money and probably for his mental state is probably better for him to kind of relax. Cause at least from the full swing documentary, it looked like that the pressure of the PJ tour was really wearing on. Oh him. yeah. Big time. And he also, he also didn't know if he'd be healthy again. True. But he just seemed like just mentally fucked and, you know, all jokes aside, like, you know, that can be, that can be a scary thing, especially in sports and, you know, not only for your mental health in general, but in sports, like you can just kind of lose it. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, I was listening to the the Pat McAfee show when Solly was on there and he said that I can't remember who the quotes from, but it's like when you're playing golf, when you're hitting good shots, all you can think about is that you're never going to hit a bad shot again. Yeah. And then when you hit it, when you're hitting bad shots, all you can think about is that you'll never hit a good shot again. Um, so yeah, that can snowball on you, but I don't know if it's Brooks. It's just like, man, I don't give a fuck. Like I did it for the money. I'm just going to wear what Nike sends me to wear for the masters. I'm not going to wear the team shit. I don't care. Um, we don't know because he didn't come out and say it. Like I I thought Harold Varner, um, the third, that Washington post piece was really cool. And it it was a really interesting glimpse into the life of someone that went to live. And I mean, he flat out said it like, dude, I need the money. Like I want my kids to be. And he also knew, I mean, I mean, like he's Harold Varner the third, but He's not competing for no. it. He, he's, he's a mid tier golfer. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. like no offense to East Carolina, no offense to him. He's a, he's a middle of the pack golfer. <laughs> he wasn't going to be able to, to win, you know, 30 PGA tour events. So yeah, go dude, like make your money. Like, as soon yeah. as you said ECU, all I can think about is, is Michael Scott. Hey, Hey, tell <laughs> York, you know what I'm about to say, right? I don't. Fuck. Wow. Uh, What's the uh I was watching the Braves had a walk off in the bottom of the tenth. Against the red stockings. Yeah. Where he's talking to to Jan and she's talking, I guess, because early in the season, early in the show, he's he's like they're they're on the phone for a meeting and she says she's with some one of the upper management guys, and he's like, Hey, tell him the Mets suck. And then she's like, I'm not gonna tell him that. And then Michael just goes, Go pirates. <laughs> As soon as Joe said ECU, no, all were they in the car? <laughs> no, it's it's like he's in his office. Oh, I thought they were in the car, but oh, maybe it was um, when they were going to the party. But anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, Harold Her- Varner's gonna like make some cuts. He's he's gonna flash on a Thursday or Friday here and there, but he's never gonna win a major. Or, yeah, you know. So that was, cool. I mean, that was that was cool for him to just be like, dude, I need the money. And to me, what sucks is. The sad thing is looking at that leaderboard and going, man, this would be cool in like two weeks if these guys were going back at it. And knowing that three of the guys that were at the top aren't going to be back at it until the PGA and then aren't going to be back at it again until the U.S. Open. Like it just kind of you you forget what you missed until something like this happens. And you're like, well, shit, like those guys were pretty integral to the experience of the PGA tour. And now they're not there. And I mean, I should be told, I think there's gotta be some regret in their eyes. You know, they've got to, they've had to have come out of this week going, shit, that was fun. Oh yeah. That was, 
we were back at it. We were at the top of our game. We were competing against the best. And now they're going to go play, you know, three shitty courses in a row and be playing against, you know, whatever assholes, the fifth tier on the high flyers. And it's like, well, yeah, I got money, which money's great. I mean, trust me, I'd, I'd take plenty of it, but I mean, it's not like any of these guys needed it. Right. I mean, it's only sponsored yeah. everything. You don't need yeah. the fucking money. Yeah. So and I thought about that too. And they talked about John Rahm. They're like, you know, he's won. Um, was it this is third tournament to win or second tournament or his, his third or his fourth to win this year? It's his fourth. Right. They talked about that. And it's like, okay, well, does he win four if he's consistently had to compete against all these other guys that aren't there week, week by week? I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's not yeah. really any flaw in his game, but. Well, I mean. He's, he's not going so to get DJ and Brooks. and. So you're saying that people are saying that if he had to go against those guys every week. Well, that, that's my question. I just heard, I just heard no, the I, stat about him winning three this year already. And I, I mean, I think the, if he the, the realization is, I think they're all realizing probably like, man, this kind of sucks. Like we're not playing against each other every week anymore. And I don't know if it's, you know, one's better than the other or there's regret or not regret or whatever, but you can't tell me that these guys didn't come away from this week going, fuck, like, why didn't we just figure this out? Like, why didn't That's... we, why didn't we sit down like adults and figure everything out? So that's what I'm, that was going to be my question was, do we think there's going to be some, a little bit of regret, a little bit of, you know, what if, and like these guys, they get, they get it at Augusta, yeah. they get wrapped up in the pageantry and they get a little emotional. They get their competitive juices flowing. And they're like, fuck, man, this is way better than team golf. A shotgun yeah. start that means nothing. Yeah. Like I get like, I'm, I, I will never know, but I'm sure a hundred million dollars is really cool. Yeah. It solves a lot of problems. Like let's, let's not, let's not pretend. I wouldn't, that, I wouldn't have roommates anymore. <laughs> you know, money doesn't solve everything. Just be mean it, to you, Joe. It really fucking helps. Um. No, I thought about that all weekend. I thought about like those live guys that are like, man, this is like, I miss this. Yeah. What they do, like, you know, I, I'm very, I'm very open of my stance on live. And like, I think it's the idea of it is interesting and could potentially be a lot of fun, but just everything about it sucks <laughs> with like the Saudis and all that. Like it, it it's shitty, like whatever. Like no, you, you just gotta pay attention to the good stuff. That's what the guy. That's what the guy said on sixty minutes last night. The guy from sixty minutes was like, "Yeah, what? What, well, what do you think about the eighty-one beheadings that you had a few months ago?" And he was like, eh, just pay attention to the good." We stuff. should. We should all just get together. I think that's what yeah. the quote was. Like, it's like I'm not what? going to the beheadings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't there. Out of sight, out of mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was so, an awesome interview. <laughs> But, also, that yeah, guy I mean, from 60 Minutes is dead now. There's no way he's alive. Oh, dude, once they once they get get word of what he did, oh, uh, he's fucked. That guy's fucked. Um, but yeah, I, I do think there there had like there had to be at least for some of them. Like Phil is never going to admit it. No, Phil is is going to just double down, triple down. He will never admit that he's wrong. And I mean, I think that. 
I don't think he can do that routinely in majors. I think the Masters, he he's 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 won there. He he knows that course. Yeah. It works well for him. He can't do that at every major. Right. Well, and reports were from him that he was, I guess it would have been first at the Tucson live event and then at the Orlando live event. Like he was after his round, he was putting in four and five hours at the range. I mean, he was he was grinding. He was, he was to make trying to sure win that motherfucker. That this week happened. I mean, I think he went out there with something to prove. Which I, I mean, the fact that he could still do that at his age is an accomplishment of sorts. And what, once again, it's just another reason why it kind of sucks that we. I mean, honestly, we're not going to see him. Like, we're not watching the live events. We're going to see him three more times this yeah. year. Um, he probably won't play the U.S. Open because he hates the USGA. So maybe two more times this year, and that's it. Well, he doesn't like – if you're talking about him putting in four or five hours on the range afterwards, if you want to get ready for the Masters and shit, like, you kind of have to because yeah. you're going to play 54 holes of golf. Yeah, I mean, that you know, the jokes wrote themselves where yeah. – oh, oh, yeah. Brooks forgot that it wasn't team golf and – Oh, he had the lead after 54 holes, and then look what happened. Um, some of the interesting um, stats that came out, um, it's not really a stat, but we saw the tweet going around circulating. John Rahm said that he tweeted out in 2013 that he's going to win the Masters. That was pretty cool. Oh, I saw it because of the, the Panda Express uh, fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, you know, he – Won it on Sevy's birthday, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, his 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 number when he registered was 49. He won it on April 9th, and it was his birthday. That was pretty cool. Um, and the fact that he did it on a Sunday, too, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one, I'm trying to find it, uh, a Greg Norman. Um, stat that was yeah. That's where that's where Kepka got screwed. Like Norman was probably in his ear that entire night, just putting the bad juju out there. Just oh, here it is. Um, players that were twelve under or better through thirty six holes of a men's major championship and didn't win. Greg Norman, the nineteen ninety Open. Greg Norman, the ninety six Masters, which is the famous. Yeah. Collapse, and then Brooks Kepka on Sunday. Yikes! <laughs> so yeah, tough scene. Um, and look, I, I honestly like I was perfectly fine with Brooks winning. I yeah. you know I, I don't like I'm not going to be the guy that like thinks live is is terrible and bad, but I'm not going to like hate the golfers. Yeah, because it was uh, I wouldn't have been okay with Patrick Reed but winning. Well, nobody would. God nobody no, would. that fucking piece of shit. Um. The villain is he's back. So, he's Whenever so. Whenever he hits a shot, he's walking up and he just goes. He just goes. He, he oh, had, looks, like, looks like a little rat, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I can't stand him. He had a. He, he, had a birdie he hit a birdie putt at one point to get to like seven under and like fist pumped real hard. And it's he's like, the dude, guy that like would go up into a crowd and like put his hand up. Oh, yes. And high five. And everyone's like, fuck off, Patrick. Like, put your hand down. Yeah, he's like the famous guy. It's like I- I'm gonna put my hand up, and someone's bound to hit hit my hand because I'm a golfer. Um, so he just punches him in the face. Like he's Richard Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was fun. Like Kepka and, and Rom going at it was was a fun final pairing. 
I um and look, I Kepka said it said as much after he said he he loved it, said it was fun, you know, gave all the credit to Rom and said he had a good time. So I I'd be could be something to watch. Uh, I don't. Uh, Kepka strikes me as someone that would be perfectly fine with eating the crow, and just being like, "Hey, I just want to come back to the PJ Tour. Like, this is way more fun." Um, but well, the thing is, I mean, he strives to play in the majors, and while he's got you know two of them checked off for long. Yeah, I was gonna say like he I mean, career grand slam, gonna, like he could do it. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna quit. A, Crewing, you know, world ranking points throughout the year, other than the majors, and I mean, it's just it's harder and harder to, or it will become harder and harder to play all the majors, and that's something that I mean, he could give a shit about anything else other than the majors, and that could be a big decision maker for him. Yeah, and I mean, um, I mean, I was driving, so I couldn't couldn't jot down any notes, but there were they were talking a lot about Rom and how he's the He's got, you know, he's halfway there to the Grand Slam and he got arguably two of the hardest ones out of the way already. Yeah. And I can't remember who has done that, who went that route, winning the U.S. Open and the Masters first. This is bad pod. I can't remember. PGA. Nick first of his career Grand Slam. What Spieth win first? Spieth won the Masters first. It might have been Jack Nicholas. Yeah, so Spieth won the Masters in U.S. Open. He has, yeah. So I mean, if he does the career Grand Slam, yeah, yeah I'm just not won. sure what Nicholas's second major was. So Spieth won the Masters in 2015, won the U.S. Open in 2015, and then won the Open in 2017. He finished second in the PGA in 2015. Um. Jack Nicholas. His first was U.S. Open. I just don't know his second. 1962, he won the U.S. Open. 63 was the PGA. They got PGA second. 63 was the Masters. The Open in 66. So, yeah. Career Grand Slam four years. Still I've not the go. Get these dunkaroos. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you know. <laughs> I don't want to take away from what Rom did because it was great. Um, but yeah, I, I hate to admit, but like the the you know, Liv kind of stole the spotlight and storylines because not only did they have a good showing with everybody that was there and the the final leaderboard, but I do think like, like Joe said, like there are probably some guys that are like rethinking things a little bit. Cause I, it's, it's the masters and it's, you know, it's the super bowl of golf, but you know, that some of those guys were like, you know, heading out and they were just like, fuck, that was fun. At the same time, it's like, okay, still get to do this. Yeah. True. True. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I think that Patrick Reed of almost all, I mean, Patrick Reed loves beating these guys. And I could see his mind. At, Shit. Like I like coming out here and beating a lot of these guys that now I'm not playing against. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I don't think he, like he's kind of a guy that would never admit it or anything, but like say what you want to about Patrick Reed. 
that dude's a competitor, man. Like he wants to beat anybody that stands in front of him. And that's a guy that, you know, his mind has to kind of be going a little bit of, damn man, I wish I could go out to, you know, Harbor town this week and just smoke guys and put on a sweet plaid jacket and, you yeah. know, brag a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, um, it was fun. And then, uh, some of the, I guess some of the things kind of wrapping up masters talk Will Zal Torres out for the year back surgery that young. That's scary. He should have been driving that car at the intersection. I was, I was just going to say that he should have let somebody drive. He could have rode the back seat. He'd been yep. just fine, but he had to drive himself to the masters. We saw him and we, we saw had him the right away. So we walked off. Well, he's got, he's also got that arm bar putter that might fuck him up too. No, that does kind of suck though, man. Cause that dude, I feel he's like a, he's, he's been a on a fun heater one to watch. for, yeah, and he's been on a heater for a couple of years now. And it's like, dude, 26 back, sir, uh, just doesn't, doesn't sound great. Talking about Phil, his first top 10 in a major was 93 in the PGA Championship. So he got top 10 this year at the Masters. That's a 29 and a half year gap. Good Lord. That's, as, you know, as big of a douchebag as he is, that's impressive. You got the longevity. Um, Sam Bennett, we got to give a shout out to, uh, to old, uh, you know, howdy, Sam. Uh, good for him. First amateur to finish in the top 20 at the Masters since Ryan Moore did it in 2005. Um, pretty cool. He, uh, look, look. And he kind of pulled a Texas A&M, right? I mean, really kind of a lot of hype coming in, you know, to the round and you know, people are kind of rooting for him and just absolutely shits all over. Oh, that was bound to happen with all that talk. Oh, dude, as soon as he said it wasn't that hard, I was like, oh god, no. I mean, yeah, that was a that was a that was a Jimbo like that was just vintage Jimbo, like start out seven and zero in the non-con and then you know, injury year, you know, eight and four. Uh, <laughs> but still pretty cool. Like he played in the final final grouping uh Saturday and I guess technically Sunday because of the delayed finish, but um but I mean dude, and then leaves Augusta, flies back to College Station, and then was playing in a 36 hole tournament today. Jesus. So yeah. Um because he's an amateur, couldn't get any of the uh Prize money, but I'm sure he's got some NIL stuff coming his way. I would, yeah. Um, I would be shocked if it takes longer than a week or two for him to get something. I mean, there's plenty of chain restaurants in College Station to hook him up, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so let's go to, um, it's a little farther down the docket, but let's get to it because I, I wanted to talk about it. Joe, you went to the movies this weekend, or I guess today. I went to the movies over the weekend. Um, let's let, run us run us through your 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 movie night experience. What's your game plan going in? Um, I mean, just start to finish. Like, what's uh, you're going to the movies? What what's you're getting in the car? What are you what are you doing when you get there? What's uh, what's the snack selection? Everything. I think you're on mute, Joe. 
No, I think my internet connection is just shitty for some reason. Okay. Now you're back. Yeah. I don't, I have no idea why, but like the internet's just going on and off. I've, I hear like half the things y'all have said. Um, biggest movie tip trick do not go at night, go during the day. <laughs> Much. Seats. And then make yourself feel good, get a big popcorn, but then get a Diet Coke because then you're not going to feel too bad about yourself. Okay. Butter it up a little bit, do the straw trick, put the straw in, hit it with the butter, multiple spots, work it up through the bag. That's not the, that's yeah, not right. the popcorn trick I thought you were going to talk about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act like my internet cut out for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to act as my internet cut out for that Come one. Come on, York. No, but yeah, no, like every- no one actually does that. <laughs> See many documentary movies where it's done. Like 15-minute docu-clips. Did Pee Wee Herman do it? <laughs> oh, I don't think he used popcorn. He just whipped it out and went after it. Yeah. No, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Every time, God damn it. Every, every time I go to the movies, I walk. I go to movies that often. The last movie I saw was the uh, the weird rope. I robot with um, no. Will Smith. No, uh, Megan. Wa- Wally. Megan. No, Megan. Um but every time I leave the theater, I'm like, that was a really cool experience. So like, if you go during the day, it's not that expensive. Like, it's a good time. But it's just so easy to, like, watch movies now. They come out, like, they come out on HBO, things like that. But, I mean, seeing it on the screen, in the chair, good sound, good visual, it's such a better experience. And, you and know, yet if I'm if just you watch too it at home, to do it. Yeah, if you're watching it at home, that's, that's what if I really want to see a movie, I'm going to go to the theaters and watch it. Not yeah. at nighttime, like you said, because I will fall asleep. I will fall asleep, but if I do it, like I like when I was in sales years ago, I would, uh, if I'm having a bad day, if I'm just, just not hitting anything that morning comes around lunchtime, I'm like, fuck this going to the movies, movie night, <laughs> no movie day, movie lunch. Oh, like, a, like a good, yeah. Like a good, uh, 12 showing or something. Yeah. Watch it by myself give me some popcorn. Just, Actually, I should never go popcorn. I go Reese's Pieces or Raisinets. Mixed in? The- I should, but I don't. Never thought of it that way. It's too expensive. So I don't, I don't do it when I go to the movies, but when I watch movies at home, I'll lace my popcorn <laughs> with chips. I was going to say, what are you lacing your popcorn with? Jesus. Like, I usually go like a standard... Lace mixture for me would be Lay's salt and vinegar, yeah. uh, Doritos, spicy sweet chili. Okay. And then a little bit of PCP. I go Funyuns. And then, dude, the flavor twist barbecue Fritos. This is within the popcorn? Yeah. And then you shake it all up. And you turn yourself around. I mean, that's just what it's all about. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on this. Like, I will defer to you on this. Okay, but that just sounds insane. Okay, that's fair. I trust you. I I'll I'll throw, I would throw some M and M's in a popcorn, but all that. Whew. Yeah. So you you pop the popcorn, which by the way, I did look at the bag the other day, and I've been eating popcorn my whole life. Like, I that's like my go to snack. I think it's Pop Secret. On the bag, it says not to use the popcorn button on the microwave. 
Oh, bullshit. Yeah. So never use that. Just hit oh, I do. five Mine's minutes perfect. and listen to it. Five minutes. I do two minutes now and it basically is done because I get the like little snack bags. Yeah. Um, And it's done before the two minutes is up. You just have to listen to it. You got to listen. Now, you, can't, you can't go two seconds between pops. That's when you know it's done. So I am also kind of weird. I don't mind a little char. I don't mind a little burned popcorn. I don't like the smell. Now, the smell is not great. But if you have a little bit of burnt popcorn in there mixed in with the buttery stuff, I don't hate it. But yeah, so like I put all the stuff in the bucket first. Okay. And you dump the hot popcorn on top of it. And then you, you know, you shake it up. And so while the popcorn's hot, it kind of like melts a little bit of the chips. So that flavor mixes in through all the popcorn. I'm going to have to try this. That Frito, um, like honey barbecue twist and popcorn, I bet that is awesome. Dude, I'm with you, you on that. And then you got the salt and vinegar in there. So you got, I was going to say the salt and vinegar. I think that I think I would love that. That would be delicious. What and if you that, got like a one sauce and sprinkled it as you were shaking it up? <laughs> and then like, I, I, I think the Doritos spicy, sweet chili. That's, that's a top five chip for me. Is that I the purple that. bag? Yeah. Yeah. It's good chip. Um, see, so yeah, I've been doing that for years. I don't do it when I go to the movies. Now I, if they ask, you know, because when I went to the, the movie theater I went to over the weekend, which, by the way, the dad hack of the century is going to movies by yourself. Oh, no kidding. I fucking love going to the movies by myself. When I used to travel for work in a past life and I worked in healthcare, if I was on site by myself, I would go to movies sometimes twice a week while I was there. That's what I did in Mesa, uh, Arizona. We'd have our old hotel we used to always stay at was right behind a movie theater. So I was so excited because I was like, whatever night we're not going to go to, yeah, whatever night we're not going to dinner, go to Porlino's, and you go to, uh, whatchamacallit, go to the movie. Was it a Regal theater that you went to out there? Maybe. I thought it was a Regal. I remember looking it up one time. Regal or a uh, Cinemark. Yeah. I know there's Regal in um, Virginia. Yeah. Now let me let me tell you this. So the movie theater I went to now, pretty much all of them have the little kiosk where you go and you get your ticket there. They don't they don't have the folks in the booth anymore. Like yeah. back in damn shame. Which is fine. You go up, you pick your seat. Now I went to the movie theater. I went and saw a Super Mario Brothers movie. We'll get into it here in a minute. Um. I was I, I played by the rules like there was nobody in there, but I went and sat in my seat and then a couple comes in. I get that they're following the rules and I'm assuming went to their assigned seat, but there's no one in the theater and they come and sit two seats next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, like whatever. It's fine. But also like, why do you they eventually move down like four seats? Yeah, just start farting or something. I mean, yeah, but I was like, just go behind. Your phone. I get, I get you want to be in the middle, but like, don't like, there's nobody in here. Like who, if, if someone else comes in and is like, Hey, you're in my seat. I'd be like, dude, go somewhere else. This your I, bush? <laughs> I, yeah, this is like a curb your enthusiasm rant right here. Like I like, just, just, just move. Like go it's to another not as bad anymore with the whole recliner sectioned off. See, it's not as bad, but I get it. Yeah. Well, this this theater, which it was one that I grew up going to my whole life, they've got nice seats in there now. 
like full on like like lazy boy type seats. Yeah. You go at the Kyville? No, I went to Forest Hill. Forest Hill. Yeah. Ah, Forest Hill. See, back in back in my day, I guess our day, they had those shitty cloth seats. Yes. That well, so there's you- two times I could have went to the movies this weekend. Huh. Huh. A podcast of betrayal. It was a late night decision. My parents had already called it a night and they live close. So I was just like, all right, I'm going. So I went to a nine 30 showing of super Mario brothers. I would have been so in. Wow. Sorry. I, I literally left their house at probably nine 20. Um, I went to the nine 45 show. I can't believe I missed you at that theater. I'm just kidding. I didn't go. Oh, okay. I see. Well, they, they have so many screens and showtimes of Super Mario Brothers. I was looking today. It is insane. It was good. I liked it. What kids I'm like it. I want to see it. Kids would like it. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was funny. It's, um, if you played the games, you'll love it. Like you'll get all the Easter eggs. You'll, you'll remember a lot of stuff, a lot of nods to the, the gaming franchise, but, um, the voice, cast was was stacked it was fun um and there is a post-credit scene so you gotta stick stick around for that a lot of people were mad that a new warrior wasn't playing what'd you say joe a lot of people were mad that an italian wasn't playing mario (laughs) yeah i mean it's chris pratt sorry and then charlie day was luigi Um, it was, was there one the post, point where the he post... grabbed Bowser by his tail and slung him around. They did. Are you really? God. You remember when you used, you'd swing oh, him yeah, around? That's how you beat him. him. Throw him on one of the bombs. You, you hit a you hit like B or whatever it was, and you hit your, your joystick. Dude, I remember I used to go over to a friend's house in elementary school, and his parents were divorced. And so like, we'd go to his mom's house and he had this huge playroom upstairs. We could go up there and play video games, you know, build forts, you know, all the stuff you do in a huge playroom. But then if we ever went to his dad's lived in an apartment, but it was guaranteed on site. We were getting two things of pizza every time we ever went over there. So it's just pizza and video games until, you know, one in the morning. Um, but oh man, we would just stay up late and try to get, you know, what was it? Um 126 stars in that game. Is that right? I think so, yeah. I have no clue. Super Mario 64. 120. Damn. Um but yeah, it was it was it was great. Like they had, you know, they had nods to Mario Kart. Um and then it, it, I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, I, and then going back to the movie night experience, I'm a big previews guy. Oh, yeah. Got to get, got to get there to see the previews. Um, I hate missing previews. Like I, I got to be early. Um, but I normally don't get candy, but this time I got Reese's pieces. I've been on a big Reese's kick lately. Oh, they're just, they're awesome. You cannot beat it. I, do you ever do you fuck with the uh, thins? Oh yeah, the, the dark fans, chocolate, the dark chocolate thins. You put them in the freezer. Oh my god! So when I before we hit record, I had to go to Walgreens. I got to get some 
provisions for our trip on Wednesday, but also needed to pick me up because I was tired from putting kids to bed. Um, you want to talk about a really tough, a really tough, tired streak to kick is when you fall asleep while you're putting your kids to bed. And then you wake up and you're all like disoriented. And then like, you're in a fog for like 20 minutes after that. Like I was like yawning and I was like, I got to go get a Red Bull, but I got a king size Reese's cups. And then I got two things of thins. I got dark chocolate and white chocolate. I put those bad boys in the, in the fridge. Um, and then of course I got all my chips for my popcorn later. Um, so that's the worst but, thing about uh, Walgreens because you're at the whole checkout aisle is like, dude, swarmed the, with the fucking trap. Yeah, they got all the tabloids there. You want to like see what Ben Affleck's doing and why is Katie Holmes upset again? Yeah, you know, oh God, what did what did uh, what did Prince Harry do now? <laughs> He's at it again. Get at it again. Um, What's the queen been up to? Like, she's oh, dead. dead. Oh. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, York, was it you that had the Reese's popcorn over the summer? Like the, the bag from Sam's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, I just remembered that stuff. Holy shit. Awesome. So it's like, it's like, you know how you get like a caramel popcorn or whatever? Uh huh. It's like that, but like there's little pieces of like Reese's and cluster. Oh my God. Like 112 degrees outside. We're about to go to a Redbirds game and I'm just pounding this popcorn. (laughs) Knowing I'm going to (laughs) vomit. Yeah. Somebody gave uh, my oldest a popcorn bucket with the divider for Christmas. Oh yeah, dude. I was eating that shit when he, every night when he go to bed, I was going in there and just getting it. Just pull out the divider and shake it up. Yeah. I waited until the very end. Cause I was like, he's going to get pissed. Uh, <laughs> but once it got to where I was like, I can finish this off tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Put the top back on it. Like you're shaking up a salad. So good. Um, Old, uh, salad shakers back in the day. The, Nobody remembers those. No. No. I know what you're talking about, but there are a lot of people that probably don't. Um, I don't go Diet Coke at the theater. I go DP. I go Cherry Coke. Ah, man, that's too sweet. Yeah, but y'all are at the fat asses like I am. Y'all can take in the calories. <laughs> like, I'm on the verge of being, I mean, I mean, BMI-wise, good Lord knows what I am, but, like, I got to do something to cut the calories. So, my, I have a question about calories. So, I did this little assessment that was took your age, your weight, your, you know, what you're wanting to do, all that kind of stuff. And it says like my daily calorie intake should be between 2000 and 2400. That seems excessive. No, it's not. It just seems like it is. That's pretty standard. If you calories in calories Uh, out. Yeah, I guess so. That's all you need to worry about. Just burn, just burning calories when you're putting them in. Doesn't matter how you do it. Just, just find a way to burn those calories. I guess. I'm sitting there going like, I eat like a shit ton of ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, but got, you, but got, that would I be like your cream. one meal. I got ice cream at Walgreens, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ben and Jerry's Americone Dream. Oh. Fuck with me. Good. Had some uh, 
Neapolitan last night for Rosalie's birthday. Hell Ooh. yeah. We had Neapolitan over the weekend too. I said, if you put any vanilla on my scoop, I'd be pissed. Why you get some Neapolitan then? You know what? It I has used? chocolate and strawberry by, over there. Just buy a thing of chocolate and thing of strawberry. They don't have that. All they have is chocolate with strawberry flakes or vice versa. It pisses me off. Why are you, nah. why are you hating on vanilla? I just hate vanilla. Vanilla, if you're, it's vanilla, is like, uh, people, who, who would get vanilla? Um, David Schwimmer would get vanilla. <laughs> Good Lord, David Schwimmer just catching strays. He would, get, he would get vanilla. Can I get a nice vanilla bean? Can I get a nice vanilla bean? That was Jerry Seinfeld. So like, so, like, somebody throws down. What a is nice it pie. about vanilla bean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to, so popcorn and ice cream, that, that's like, those are my two weaknesses, like non-negotiables. Like I'm never going to give those up. Fuck you. Like those two things and Taco Bell till the day I die, get over it. Um, I used to get like, my parents had these really deep, like wide bowls. And I would put a ton of ice cream in there and I'd get a big spoon and I would just mash it. Yeah. And then just basically turn into like yogurt. Oh, uh, yeah, I do that. But then you spray, squirt the uh, chocolate syrup in there and turn it to like a frosty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, then A1 sauce. <laughs> Tony's. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna fucking eat all that shit when I get done here. Um, all right. So weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I literally just I love How ice weird? cream when it's just ice cream. concrete out of the freezer. I don't thaw it at all. I just concrete. Here's another coming off of it. You're here's another spoon. Here's another pro tip. Another pro tip for like a pint. Like I get like Ben and Jerry's or like Jenny's. You take the pint out of the freezer, set it on the counter for about 10 minutes. No. Let it thaw a little bit. <laughs> no. Then you get a coffee mug and you put the pint in the coffee mug and you just hold the coffee mug. It's not a bad I, idea. I used to get like, dude, I, I have so like tons of growl towels and I would just get that, that and wrap it around the pint. So, you know, the condensation's not getting all over me. Condensation. Condensation. So yeah, the coffee mug trick, man. That's funny. I'll bring this up. Guess what I heard today for the first time. <laughs> yes. Do you feel it? <laughs> no, like the, what I heard for the first time today. In probably two years. Hmm. Guess what it was? Was it about condensation or ice cream? Ice cream. Uh, a DQ blizzard? Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard. I was going to say, you blizzard. heard or you? Had. I heard. I heard an ice cream truck today. Oh. And I feel like it was oddly early for it. It was nice out, though. It was nice out. And were was kids on school today? Did you Everywhere? see the truck? No, just in Soto County. Really? Did you see the truck? No, I didn't see the truck. I just heard it. See, because now the light got kind of, kind of. You got to wild with it. You got to get eyes on it, because that thing could be shady looking. Like a big perm ice cream truck. I do. It could. It'd be just a creep. What is y'all's favorite? This is actually a, a good draft topic. Ice cream Ooh. cream truck pulls up. Mm. First thing you're going for. Uh, strawberry right, let's, shortcake let's, let's, bar. Let's draft That's it. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Joe. Joe, what the fuck? I just said good draft topic. Internet's cutting in and out. I don't hear a lot of what y'all are saying. 
All right, so Joe is. Are you talking about the strawberry shortcake that they had at school? No, like the little bar. Yeah, with the crumbles on it. The crumbles. Ah, oh, oh, strawberry oh, oh. in the middle. What is it? What is it? The celebration that the players do now, where they do the like, like pull the mask over. Or they'll do the. Uh, they do the. Uh... All right, so Joe went strawberry shortcake. Um, all right, York, you go next. I'll go. Screwball. Yeah. Gum at the bottom, hard as a rock. Yeah. The cone with the gum at the bottom. Yeah. It's good. Good option. Wait, good wait. option. Gum, like chewing gum? Yeah, it's a ball of chewing gum. <laughs> I mean, by the time it got to us, it was a gobstopper by the, by the time you got to it. <laughs> with like the like the shaved ice type stuff on the top of it. Oh. I don't know if I'm familiar. What? Oh, he had a Joe. He had a German town. He had a I was gourmet. Say, this is gonna be like the cafeteria thing. He had a gour, gourmet. Yeah, had two lines. We had, we had, we had, we had chicken a, sandwiches. We had a Cold day. Stone Creamery. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> you would be toppings on your ice cream. No man, I didn't, I didn't fuck with Cold Stone. I was TCB wired. Uh, um, I love that Cold Stone. It was over here by the Lowe's on Germantown Parkway. Fucking ruled. What's this shit they got now? Um, rolled ice cream. I still never had that. Shit sucks. What? <laughs> it's fucking um, I'm just gonna go classic. I'm gonna go Choco Taco. Okay. Because I mean, you get like, come on. I'm a I'm a Taco Bell purist, but you're also you're basically yeah. getting a waffle cone in a taco shell. It's- Is that considered fusion cuisine? <laughs> That's a good take. Um, all right, Joe, you're up next. Any, I, I don't think this can be like, you can't say it's a particular thing, but any of the ones that had like shitty, like looking cartoon characters on them, yeah, that had like a piece of gum stuck as the nose, God. those are always a pretty good option. The best ones are like, you get like the SpongeBob or the Sonic. Sonic. The, the, the eyes are like, <laughs> I was gonna say Sonic, <laughs> Sonic or uh, Ninja Turtles. Those were either crossed or they were just like dead. One of the two, or, or one was like a lazy eye that was like melting down the cheek. <laughs> the, the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog got a stroke. <laughs> I don't think he can feel the right side of his face. <laughs> And even the ice cream tastes like pennies. I think he fell in a bathtub and half his face is blue. <laughs> he's, he's in there just taking a bath. I was like, toss him a microwave. Here, catch. <laughs> Go! <laughs> All Damn right, my, it, Joe. My next one. The God, I'm on fucking fire, man. Holy no, shit. Like, yeah, because yeah, you cheated. and t- Usually I go first, and you took my first one for barking out. Oh, oh because I took initiative? No, I thought this was America. No, I thought you had net zero internet, so I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, it's like I'm on some fucking dial-up tonight. He's got Roadrunner. <laughs> on the AOL disc. All right, my next option, I'm going Flintstone with the nerds in there. Push-up pop. Suck it, Ooh. Joe. All right. This one is... Yeah, you are going to say it's bougie Germantown shit, but 
later in life, these became a regular thing and also a big thing at sporting events. Dude, those, uh, those lemon chills, just like the frozen lemonade in a cup. Oh yeah. Ooh, baby. Put, put one of those down in between baseball games on a Saturday in July. Delicious. You are just feeling like a million bucks. Delicious. All right, you got, we got one, uh, more. one more round. Yeah. I'm going to go, I think a pretty good value pick at this spot, but a classic drumstick. Always a good option, I think. A drumstick? like chocolate oh, ice yeah, cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like the cone the with like the cone, vanilla dipped, nuts on top. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Bottom okay. of the cone's got the chocolate in it. Yeah. Yeah. Had those Always in school, good. too. Always good. Yeah, that's tough to beat. Those, uh, those school, the school lunch ice cream where they had the, uh, the dipped and then it had the caramel mm-hmm. core. I loved, I loved the school ice cream that was just like the shitty vanilla that you ate with like a wooden plank. Yep. Yeah. Like you just take the little tab off of it. That bluebell giant. <laughs> they go, here's a wooden stick. Eat your ice cream. Get out of my face. What's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> All right, York, what you got last round? Right. Instead of going with just plain old my favorite ice cream sandwich, I'm going chocolate chip cookie, chocolate chip cookie, ice cream in the middle, double doozy action with the with the chips on it, chocolate chips yeah. on it. Uh huh. Good option. Um, final one. I still get these from time to time if I'm fucking around at Walgreens and dropping like sixty bucks on shit. Um, ice cream Snickers. <laughs> Woo. I As like the hint. ones like that with with the uh the, it's like on a stick, but it's like a butterfinger. It's got the peanut butter in the middle thing, but then the butterfinger chocolate dipped mm. over yeah, top. That shit's good too. Man. I mean, you, you dip anything in chocolate. I mean, fucking yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. That's like what are the one thing the like the Hagen Dazs bars that are dipped in chocolate with like the nuts on the outside? Oh yeah. A uh, couple couple classics we didn't say. Um what was it like the boom pop that was like red, white, and blue? Bomb pop. pop. My dad, my dad eats pop. like a box every two days. Those are those are classic. Um, I think they were called torpedo pops. What am I thinking of? I can't read it. The you're this, thinking of the triangular ones. This JPEG, the font is all fucked. I can't read it. The torpedo pops were a sucker type candy. Hmm. Um. Dude, remember those Gogurt popsicle sticks? No. Where they were like no. a swirled, like strawberry kiwi. They had strawberry banana, wild berry. Um, those were solid. If you weren't going for ice cream, you could go for like fruity. Um, I'm seeing these pictures of screwballs with two pieces of gum at the bottom. <laughs> well, it's like when you get two yolks and an egg. York's about to just go outside after we're done. Just hey, ice cream, man. Come back. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see this. <laughs> Hold on. Is it too light? <laughs> SpongeBob. <with it. laughs> My man got the, got them got them Hugh Freeze teeth. <laughs> got those York Middle School teeth. 
Oh man, it's not an ice cream truck, but you know, I used to fuck with Snowbiz hard. Mm. Go there, get some tiger's blood. Ooh. Baby. Said, that's like uh have you ever had like a, a snowball, like a like how they do it in like Maryland with the marshmallow fluff in there and everything. Oh yeah, that's what, um, that's what Jerry's yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. They do that. Well, they do the ice cream. Yeah, Similar. they got snowballs at um at the Silo Square, Joe. It's really? Like it's mm-hmm. called like Vampire Penguin. Mm-hmm. I'll try it out. Because yeah, Jerry penguin. Jerry's is like Rita's. Like Rita's does the like they'll do the ice cream and then the what's it called? It's not a snow cone, it's, but other thing. Shaved. It's like shaved ice. He doesn't like shaved ice though. It's like what's the shit called? It's Italian. Italian, Italian ice. Yeah, it's like Italian ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. And I'm angry. I, I got angry putting stuff together today. It's Italian. What do they call it? <laughs> what did you put together today? Was it a uh, uh, changing table? No. My, I had to fit into the back seat of the Malibu and put in a car seat. So this is, I put in a car oh, seat. Piss you the fuck off. I put in a car seat and a car camera because you got to have a camera because in the 1960s and 70s and 80s and 90s, we must all just fucking died because we didn't have a camera back there. And the oh, camera yeah. doesn't fit on the Malibu's headrest. Because the Malibu's headrests are designed like fucking horse shit because it's a fucking GM car's interior. And it just nothing. <laughs> just be smooth. Easy, Walter. Smooth. Once in your life, just be fucking smooth. And it just isn't. And it's just I'm sweating because it's hot. And I'm just I'm just getting more and more frustrated. And then you hit one button and all of a sudden, like all the tension comes out of the thing. They had to pull all the tension on to make sure the car seat didn't go around. So you got to unbuckle it and reset everything and buckle it back in there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I wanted to punch something. The one of the more frustrating things. Now, I've gotten pretty good. At taking car seats in and out. When you've done it enough, you get to where you, it's almost like a game. Yeah. And the anchoring system thing makes it much easier. But oh, it still. used to be, it used to be clips and that. Uh, what do you mean? You get unclipped. So they still have, it's like a, it's like yeah. a, like a hook. No, now yeah, it just yeah. like click. Now they got a click and you have a red button. You just unclick it. Yeah. Oh, you're talking. Okay. So I've only, Operated with the click with the red button. Oh yeah, not me. Um, but dude, you want to talk about frustrating when you're putting the seatbelt through the back of the chair? Yeah. And for whatever reason, the car's parked. It's not on. No one's hitting the brakes, and that seatbelt just <laughs> just dude, locks up on you, dude. I have punched the headrest so hard, <laughs> just getting so pissed. <laughs> I'm like, why are you doing this right now? You never do this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, and look, you can make all the jokes you want, but I'm just going to go ahead and bite the bullet. We're, we're getting a new car pretty soon. I'm, I'm already, I haven't yet, but I'm about to start scouring Facebook Marketplace to just get two more car seats and just have car seats in both cars at all times. We put a, we put Not- a, 
Bays. not going to be switching shit out like that. No, yeah, not anymore. It's like we put a base in my mom's car. So like the little thing yep. just comes out and reattaches. So we put one of those in my mom's car too. It's easy for that reason. You have a carrier, but after a while, it's, yeah. it's not going to be an option. Well, that's when the kid just hey, fend for yourself, but do when you're, I did, I'm still, you're alive. just, when you're just operating on just car seat life, when, when the kid's just like a blob and they just sit there and that's all they do, dude, that shit. I mean, that is, that's living right there. New dad. You, you, you're just so excited about everything about life, about your new, you know, son or daughter. You're just vibing. And man, you just, when you get out of the car, you go over there, you just hit that button on the back of it, put that arm under there. Boom. That's it. Also that frustrated me because that button's in the least like, er, what is it, ergonomically like convenient area? Like, Where is, like, is it not on the back? It's on the back, but it's just hard for me to get to. There are so many different triggers and buttons oh, on all these to like, dude, there was one time where I was trying to get the base and the car seat out for the guy to come detail the cars. And it, for some reason I hadn't done it in a long time. And I was literally just standing there for five minutes and I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I like couldn't get it out. And then I was like, Oh, I got to take the fucking car seat off of it first. Yeah. They make like the, uh, those car seats now that make them like shock absorbent because if you do unclip it, then you hook it like you said, and you try to take it out of the uh, car. If you don't have a big like back seat, you're just gonna go just <laughs> the whole way out. Baby didn't care. He's gonna pad it up. He didn't know what's going on. Yeah. And Joe, by the time like you, you just measured it nine and a half pounds two weeks ago, yeah. the baby's gonna come out front facing. <laughs> <laughs> You can go ahead and get a convertible car seat and be done with it. <laughs> when you, when the kids get older though, and then they want to like help you put the buckles in. That's Rosalie right now. And then it's like, okay, but then you have to, you have to supervise because dude, it hasn't happened to me. So knock on wood. If your kid gets their finger stuck in that buckle, it is going to hurt like a son of a bitch. You're going to have a bad time. And it's probably going to break the skin. So like when he's like my three-year-old, he doesn't do it as much anymore. Now it's like, you know, hey, just get me buckled in, dad, and hand me my iPad and fuck off. Um, but before it was always like, I want to do it. And then it's like he'd get like right here and then he'd get so close and then it would just be like. And it's like, okay. And then he's like, no, 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 I do it. And then it's like, okay. So you're trying to like, you're trying to go to school and just like take them. And it's like, okay, man, like, come on. We got to We got to hurry this up. The other kids over there. Crazy. I mean, just, and then, oh, man. See, my kids, my girls always had like thunder thighs. So I would pinch the inside of their thigh, clip it in the bottom part. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm like, well, if you would just stay still, this wouldn't happen. And then, like, ah. and then as soon as you do that, you close the door and then you immediately are like, ah, I feel so bad. No, no, I don't feel bad because when I close oh, the door, oh, they're okay. so mad at me. They stick their foot up like this. And I do have pants on, but they stick their foot up like this and just want me to break their legs as I'm shutting the door. I like to kick. <laughs> Watch. And kick. I'm 50. 50 years old. Has your 
York, have any of your kids got their fingers stuck in the door? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, we've been through it all. One time, we, we went to Shelby Farms to take pictures, and my son decides, we park in that parking lot right across from the lake, you know, and my son decides, oh, we're waiting to see where we're going to set up and do these pictures. He picks up a rock out of the gravel parking lot. He just walks down our new truck. Oh, that's good. He goes, hey, Dad, look, I drew a picture. Because then at the end, when he gets to the end of it, he just goes, you know. And I was like, I can't scream at him yet because we have to take nice pictures. Was that in your work truck? No. It was oh, our family, Acadia. Rest in peace to the Acadia and the family. We haven't done, we haven't done that, but the three-year-old, it never fails. We'll never do it when we just had the car washed. It is only when the car is filthy, we'll just go up and we'll just all over the, all over the car. And then we'll come up and try to touch me. I'm like, stop, stop touching the dirty car. And then putting your fingers in your mouth, you disgusting human. Oh, they're all just so gross. I mean, it's the grossest thing. Oh, dude, the other day, we were on Sunday when we we're about to drive back. And I was like, hey, I was like, we went to like ch- church service for Easter with my brother and his family. And he did great. Your brother sat there, huh? What? What'd you say? You Are you mad to invite you to Easter Sunday? I'm, I'm a little upset about it now. I had a bad weekend. Uh, that's, that's I was going to invite you to Easter, but we were doing it in Cordova. And I knew you probably wouldn't come if it was in Cordova. That's 100% correct. Same. Um, yeah, did great. Like sat there, like they had these little activity boxes. So like the, he was just completely occupied the whole time. So I was like, we're leaving. I was like, Hey dude, we're going to go through McDonald's before we get on the interstate. Like you, you were great. He's like, okay. French fries. I was like, all right. I'm, I'm waiting to pay. And the lady in the window is like waiting on the receipt to print out. She's just giggling. And she's like looking in the back seat and I turn around and he's just, just all up in there. And I turn and I was like, Hey, I was like, don't do that. And then just looks dead at me. And then I was like, don't, don't eat your boogers. Like, just look at you. I'm not. Don't look at me. <laughs> like all mean girls. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've only had one finger in the door incident. And luckily it was not as bad as it could have been. He put it, it, it was a different, he created a new way to try to break a finger. It was the front door. I'd put their backpacks in the passenger seat and I was, he was out of the car and I was getting the one-year-old out and he was like putting his fingers on like the, on the, uh, outs, like, you know, where the, the passenger door meets like right by the front wheel. He had it in there and was like putting his finger. And I went to like, luckily I went to close the door, like with my elbow I didn't like grab it and slam it. And dude, I like just like nudged it. And then I just heard him like slowly like. Ah! And then I saw what happened. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, and I was like, hey, I was like, all right. Now we know. Don't put our fingers in there. So, yeah, could have been bad. I only remember getting my finger slammed in the door once. And it fucking sucked. But that is a bad thing. Like you like the blood blister, you know? Oh yeah. If you're like, if you're like me, did did any of y'all ever have to like stick the needle through there? No, man. I just play with it and just kind of tug at it. 
Just move it around, move the bubble around. <laughs> my, my dad was like, because you get it under your like nail, and he'd be like, I gotta get a needle. And he'd get a needle and heat it up with his lighter and stick it down through the nail. Like, <laughs> you get like a little like squirt of blood once it got through. Oh man. Um but yeah, I do kids, man. And then they have no concept of like when, when they're younger, they have no concept of like their surroundings because they just get locked in on something like with an iPad or a toy or, or you know, a snack. And they would just fucking just flat out run into shit <laughs> like chairs, the corner of a table, uh, the door. Like I've, I've caught my son multiple times in the morning when he gets out and he goes to go around the car, he's just going to run smack into the door. And I just put my hand there to just catch his forehead. And I'm like, Hey, pay attention. Like you're, you're about to just go straight into the metal clip that the door closes with. Like, like pay attention to where you're going, dude. Um, all right. So, I was going to say we could do a draft here, but we can still talk about it. It doesn't matter because we already did a draft. But my dad mentioned this over the weekend. I'm interested in what y'all think. Sports venue bucket lists. So, and I can't remember how it came up. Maybe we were watching the Masters and he was asking me about since I went, like, was that a bucket list thing? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I know what my bucket list would be for football. And I was like, where? And he said he wants to go to Notre Dame. He wants to see yeah. touchdown Jesus, which I still kick myself when we lived in Chicago and we were just a train ride away and we never did it. Um, because look, uh, Joe, I'm pretty sure you've been there or you've, you've at least driven through there. You ain't going to South Bend, Indiana for anything else. I can tell you that. Um, but <laughs> you sure as shit ain't going to Gary, Indiana for anything. You see Michael Jackson's childhood. I, see, I was going to say, like, I'm a big king of pot fan but i ain't going there to see that that place is a, that place is horrifying this is where joe jackson beat the fuck out of his kids yeah this is where uh this is where the family had no choice but to be celebrities yes um so this is just like jackson if you nasty. bucket list bucket list sporting venue but we're not drafting so it can just be like one or one or two that like we have on our bucket <laughs> Oh, you nasty boys. All right, sorry. Coming to the FedEx Forum. Coming soon. York, go. Um, yeah, so any any sporting event, venue, whatever. Wide net here. So I've seen like all my favorite teams, I guess. They're they're being used. Uh I guess a high profile Laker game would be fun. Yeah. The at, the, at, the, at the crypto center. <laughs> I'll always call it the staples. It's all staples till I die. Madison Square Garden, that'd be cool too. Yeah, MSG would be one for me, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go see Billy Joel. Oh, there you go. My parents did that. They said it was amazing. I think I would. Is he the only person that has residency there? If you want to call it that, like that's like that's like his yeah, home so. field. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I would say 
I think going to an Indy 500 would be really, really cool. I think that would be a really cool experience. Um, just a cool venue. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I personally, because I've already done Augusta National and I've been to a bunch of college football places, but now that I'm a big golfer and I, I love it, like I'm full on headfirst into golf now. Like I love watching it. For me, it's St. Andrews. Yeah, Gotta go the about that too. Yeah. And then, dude, like it's so easy. Like, oh, well, it's not easy, but like very doable to play the old course. Yeah. And it's like that, that, that whole thing is so fast. Public park on Sundays. Like, literally, people go out there on the fairways and like do picnics and like take their dogs out there and stuff. Like, they don't care. Like, it's just like part of the town, which I think is cool. Like, nobody is getting into Augusta National ever. Unless it's for this past weekend. That's every other Tuesday. You can it's free play. <laughs> Andy Johnson got to play it today. Shout out to uh Mr. Fried Egg and the shotgun. Yeah, that'll stars. be some good content. Dude, man, it's it's weird. I'm I'm I am racking my brain. I would have liked to have gone to White Hart Lane before it was torn down. Boo. Now I can give a shit. Um I would like to, I would like to go to the Etihad and see the boys in blue. I mean, have you I been would to like a Premier to League go... match? Huh? Have you ever been to a Premier League match? No. I feel like those tickets are like sneaky expensive. Yeah, they are. Because like the crowds are always so big. Well, in the Spurs new stadium, I mean, they're still trying to literally make the money for it, so um <laughs> I would want to go to the Rose Bowl, but I would actually want to go to the Rose. I don't want to go to a UCLA game. I want to go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. See, so I've been to the Rose Bowl, but not for yeah. the game. Like I just went. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, I know it's not a great stadium, but like I think the atmosphere of the Rose Bowl would be really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, like that's the Rose thing. It gets Bowl. like a really, it gets really kind of weirdly specific to like, it's not like, okay, I, I want to go. To Great American Ballpark and see a Reds game, like who gives a shit? So it, it it is odd. Like I mean, like a bucket list thing is like Augusta National. It is, um, you know, you're a, a you want to go to Notre Dame Stadium, you know, and see Notre Dame play. Um, I do want to do that. I, I think I I'm almost with York. I think Madison Square Garden, seeing a hockey or a basketball game, Madison Square Garden. I've done Barclays. I imagine Marison Square Garden is a lot cooler. <laughs> Logistically, though. Take the old train over to Penn Station, walk up. Yeah. Now, Joe will like this. Uh, you know, not a Yankees guy, but still, I, I got to go to a Yankees game. Yeah, I've, I've been to, I guess. I could, I could literally see the stadium where I lived in New York and we never went. Because I went to, I guess, middle Yankee Stadium and new Yankee Stadium. Um, so I, I was there for both of those. The middle Yankee Stadium was, I mean, it was, it was garbage. But, I mean, it held a shit ton of people and, like, the atmosphere was good. The new Yankee yeah. Stadium is very nice. Um, but it is very kind of segregated and corporate. Like, you don't go where you're not supposed to go there. 
You know it would be dope talking about the Rose Bowl? I mean BBVA Compass Bowl. <laughs> Legion Field, baby. The gray lady. Uh doing a guy's trip to the Rose Bowl to go to the game, but also going and playing Brookside. Mm. I mean, it's so cool. Like, I mean, first of all, the Rose Bowl is just like in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah. And you just like take a left and then it's right there. And the San yeah. Gabriel Mountains are just back there and it's fucking gorgeous. But then like you got a municipal golf course right there. Right there at it, yeah. That like hosted the the LA Open um in like the sixties and like you could just go play that. Like that would be so yeah. cool. But going to sporting events where like you have no rooting interest is fun. Yeah, it is. Like there's you're, no you're never you're never gonna have a bad time at yeah. a sporting event like that. You're just not. All right, like I'd like, I'd like to go to a Duke Carolina game. I have no rooting interest, but I'd like to see Carolina win. But I think that atmosphere, like yeah. a you gotta be awesome, or a Jayhawk game, which like high profile. Would you want to go to Cameron Indoor or to the Dean Dome? I think I'd want to go to Cameron Indoor. Yeah, I've been to the Dean I, Dome. It's kind of just a cavernous. It's like Rupp. I mean, it's just kind of a cavernous thing. Ah, uh, well, dude, Rupp is weird. The Dean Dome is at least basketball specific, but like it's the bones of that place are so outdated. Yeah. And the like Rupp Arena is weird. It's like a convention center. Yeah, it's like Freedom Hall was. Um Cameron Indoor would be dope. Like you can get it, like you can go, like you can get it done. Like now you gotta you gotta pick and choose. Like you obviously I it'd be really it'd be a tough ticket to go to Carolina Duke. Yeah, go like when they're playing like Presbyterian in December and you can. Yeah, like if they're playing, yeah, like playing like Davidson on a Tuesday. Yeah. See, I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to go. I don't want to go when it was like the atmosphere. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can the atmosphere will still be there. I mean, you could go like when they're playing Pittsburgh and the atmosphere would still be there. We'll see yeah, the Jeff, Jeff Capel's in there. It will be fired up. Not Wake Forest. Why? You, you don't like Steve Forbes? <laughs> just because Wake Forest is the most mid program ever. Oh, using the word that the youths use. We had we had yeah. Tim Duncan and we had Chris Paul and we've never done shit. We had Calvin Johnson. That was Georgia Tech. Oh shit! Come on now. God, oh. <laughs> penalty box. <laughs> Have they had any good football players that I'm not thinking of? <laughs> Who? Um, Wake Forest. The Notre Dame quarterback this year. Sam Hartman. Yeah. <laughs> no, no longer at Wake Forest. You know who else played at Georgia Tech? That would be Chris Bosch. People forget about that. Yeah. Only played one year. I think that's why people forget, but. I'm like an idiot. <laughs> I had the gold stuck in my head. Uh, Is it Georgia yeah, O'Leary? Georgia Tech? Yeah, tie dye nation up there. Wake Forest is a cool town too. Great nickname too. They they call it the Dash for Winston Salem. I like that. I just call it the Cancer Causing Capital of America. It would be a good guys trip because of cigarettes. Yes, the guys trip we could take this summer would be like if we went to the um, like an NBA Finals game at the FedEx Forum. 
Yeah, when the Grizzlies are in that'd it. Be, that'd be nuts. <laughs> we can't afford to go to a first round game. I know, man. Fuck that. I hate up so <laughs> Dude, we were we were living in 2054 when I went to the Western Conference uh playoffs when it was Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. <laughs> and dude, we we splurged and got lowers. And I was like, dude, I'm on I'm 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 king of the world right now. Like this is awesome. We were behind the goal. So fun. And dude, like oh, they ain't not like it, man. Halftime going out there to just rip heaters and just oh, everybody's God. talking shit about Blake Griffin. What's gonna happen is like game one's gonna happen and it's gonna be so awesome that game two, like by the end of the game, I'm be like, you know what? I'm going. I'm gonna buy tickets probably. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. The 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 key will be just watch the game with me and give me authority to just Break your phone if I see you open up certain apps, or just if I have my phone. Period. Or just yeah, just be like York, hand it over. Actually, so I uh, JT was telling me about these um, the Athletic Brewing Company. Yeah, have you ever had like, those? No, but he told me about them today, and then I looked it up, and I was like, Joe has left two of those in my fridge. Yeah, I left them this in your one fridge. of the ones you left in my fridge. Yeah, but these are the IBAs. I got the lights today. The lights are pretty good. Yeah, I hadn't had those. Yeah, they're they taste, solid. They taste pretty good. Actually, not yeah. bad at all. I'm getting like a I little bit of a head change, in... though. What? A little bit of a head change. Oh, God. I used to drink them all the time in Virginia because I could get them, and then I moved back here, and, like, you can't get them in Mississippi for whatever reason. So they forced me back onto the alcohol once I moved back here. Well, see, what I'm thinking about doing is, like, if I go on and see how long I can do this little journey on, if I go to the bar and stuff, I can still enjoy myself, but I just get like a, like a, like a, Shirley a lime or something, or a little, little dash of cranberry. You know, they have athletic at a lot of the, like they have athletic. I know, but I could say, I don't like to go to bars and drink beer. Why not? I just, it's too, I don't, it's too heavy. I end up not wanting to eat. Too heady? heavy? Or oh, heavy. Heavy. Because you get that hazy IPA. <laughs> I mean, uh, People people say that, and I've just always assumed people were lying because like I don't experience that. Like, is that really the truth? Like, if you if you go to a bar and drink beer, like you get full. Oh God, yes. That and sweet tea. I just always assumed people were lying, and it was like girls on like first dates, and they were like, "Oh, I don't need this much to eat." I've always been compared to girls on first dates, so <laughs> thanks. All right. Um, I got to go any, on first dates again. What What'd you say? Oh, nothing. Uh, I'm trying to think of some more. <laughs> oh God! I'm trying to think of some more bucket That's list. I honestly, I'd like to do. Um, now a lot of my stuff outside of golf, like very college football centric. I would love to go to army Navy. That would be really cool. Just yeah, I was kind of a dumbass for not doing that. Like I was in Baltimore Marine. a couple times when I was up there. Yeah. I feel like that would be fun as hell. Yeah. And dude, the off chance that you do it and it snows like it did a couple years ago, like that would be so rad. Just no rooting interest, but just like full stadium two teams running the triple option like oh no i'm rooting for army i hate navy 
mostly because they're in the American, <laughs> but I'm, I'm 100% rooting for Army to kick that ass. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other college football things I would like to do. Um, oh, I, I would absolutely love to go to an Oregon Ducks game. Never rains there. Um, also, just you could just turn the trip into you go check out Nike headquarters in Beaverton. Well, York okay. always said, famously, another place where it doesn't rain, he really wants to go to the game at Tiger Stadium. Mm. No. When the sun has found its home in the western sky. It's football time in Tiger Stadium. Anything else? That place rules. You wouldn't go to like a UT LSU game down there? Uh Uh-uh. Will that even happen ever again? You could have gone last year. Why didn't you go last year? It will, but no. Why don't you want to go? I just don't. The longer I can stay out of Louisiana. They they also played a day game last year, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it was 2.30. Shit out of them. Yeah. The game was over. The game, the game was over. Uh, it was over by like four o'clock. It really was. They beat their ass. That was kind of the turning point for LSU, though. They kind of figured it out after that. Um, night games in Tiger Stadium are fun. Um, and then, dude, like you basically just have to not be an asshole, and you just find some random people's tent, and they will feed you. Like you just walk up and just. It doesn't even matter if you have the opposing team's colors on. Like they're they're pretty nice. Like it's 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 like the Grove or I guess just any other tailgate. Like for the most part, if you're not a dick, like people will be nice and give you free food. Yeah, they're throwing piss bags on you, and if you're nice to them, I didn't get a I didn't get a piss balloon thrown at me when I was there. <laughs> now that was because Jevin Sneed, <laughs> R.I.P was fucking cooking them and they beat that how, how ass. And I was, you have to wake up. It was a cry boys. You got to get up extra early. You got to make our piss balloons. Yeah. I mean, just very normal. Behavior. Well, no, you pissing them throughout the day as you're, you know, knocking out the 30 rack, you just kind of, as you're leaking, you're just pissing right into them. Now York, I will say, seems that you're not a fan of Louisiana, um, which we're probably on the same page. Cause I've said, I might have said it on this podcast. I, I think New Orleans is very overrated. Um, solid place, but it's not like one of like people like ooh and ah over it. But there's this guy on TikTok. Cannot remember his name. I have to look it up. But he does this thing called Red Beans and Rice Day, where like every Monday he goes to a different place and eats red beans and rice. And he's got his own thing. Like he always goes in and like gets it. And then he comes outside to the guy that's filming him and he does the reveal where he opens up the to go box and like his catchphrase, he always opens it up and he goes, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> but like, and then he eats like the whole thing. Um, but uh, ever since I started following that guy on TikTok, I'm like, fuck, I want some red beans and rice so bad. Um, you got good red beans and rice at half shell. Yeah, that half shell red beans and rice. Fucking right. Now he gets it. I don't know if this is a Louisiana thing, but they always they typically serve it with fried chicken. <laughs> it's like fried chicken, red beans and rice, and cornbread, and then maybe another green vegetable. But 
every time that I'm watching TikTok at like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, man, I could just kill a whole thing of red beans and rice right now. <laughs> um, y'all got any other bucket list places? I mean, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, I'd love to go to Oregon just to tour Nike, go pay homage to Pre, say what's up to Phil, and you know, do that whole thing. And then, uh, I mean, their games are pretty wild. Like they, they always have good crowds. See what kind of wacky uniform they're wearing. Joey Harrington usually sets up at the Hooters out there. That's Twin Peaks out there. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it, <laughs> is it a Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. Which, by the cool. way, can we can we talk about how just insane and how just hashtag America that shit is? Where it's, Hell yeah! All right, guys, I got an idea. We're gonna start a chain of restaurants. That it's just a it's just a, a sexual innuendo. No, like it's the, like there's a Twin Peaks over in Madison, like across the highway from East Nashville. I I've I've never been to a Twin Peaks, but like on the building, it's like it says like cold drinks, good food, scenic views. It's like <laughs> oh, you're talking about you're talking about boobs. Okay, boobs. got it. That's like in South Haven, maybe and that might be considered horrible. Like I don't know they. Opened up a barbecue place and called it Racks. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it was it. right next to the Harley Davidson, obviously. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> might as well, might as well just connect the buildings. York was Fenway Park worth it? Uh, oh, that's yeah, a, that's it a actually, good one. It actually yeah. rained. That's my twenty-first birthday. It actually rained during the game, but um, York lifelong Red Sox fan. I just, I'd love to be, I, you know, I've tried. You, you struggle with the baseball nowadays. I, I, I actually just watched a little bit of one tonight. And I'm trying to watch hockey. I know the, the Red Sox Rays game day only took two hours and six minutes. What? Yeah. I, saw, I have no idea, but I thought it was on the regional coverage and I was going to watch it and it was over already. Jesus. Raise one, raise 10 and 0 now. Like Holy plus shit, really? 60. Yeah, like plus they're gonna, 60 run differential. Insane. They're gonna break the record for the the longest win streak to start the season and then and then not make the playoffs. Book it. I, I thought that I thought they would get the wild card. I thought the the Jays would win that division. And I thought that the Rays would get the wild card. Because who was it that who was it? I think the record is 13 and 0, and then they missed the playoffs. Probably was the Warriors. Orioles one year? Let's see. Longest MLB winning streak to start season. They were like in the early 2000s, the Mariners would always just win the, like a shit ton of regular season games. The last team to open the season 13 and 0 was the 87 Brewers. Brewers. And then they missed the playoffs. Bastards. The Braves lost in the NLCS in 82 when they started 13 and 0. The A's started 11 and 0 and lost in the ALCS. Brooklyn Dodgers started 10 and 0 and then won the World Series, so yeah. Brewers 13 and 0. We're we're doing it and then just missed the playoffs. Unfortunately, there's 182 games. Uh 100 Are you counting playoffs? No, regular season. Or 162, sorry. It's 162. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Um, 82 regular season basketball games. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, my dad, my my parents went to a Red Sox game, and my dad said that that was the closest thing he's ever, like the closest thing to an SEC environment that he's been to at a professional sporting event. Like the whole. Well, I can go. You can go for cheap now because they fucking suck and they hate their ownership, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, just York when you went? Did you see uh, Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore? Yeah, they were making out. It was their first. It was you know, they actually filmed at real games for that movie. Yeah. And like, there were a bunch of Red Sox fans that were fucking pissed. Oh, Boston sports fans being pissed about stuff that doesn't even matter. That's weird. That night uh, yeah. was so much fun. The weird thing was that they're, they're pissed at, at white people. Like normally that, you know, it's, it's not that. Wait, the night fever pitch release was fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Who did they play when you went? Well, you love Jimmy Fallon. Like, I thought you probably they played the race, and I was mad because I hated Evan Longoria. Why? I just did. He's an asshole. It's like inoffensive person. No, bullshit. Oh, Evan. I thought you said Eva Longoria. No, I love her. I was like, what's no, she? Fuck do? her. She was married to Tony Parker. That's first team. <laughs> that, that was the team. best. That's when we played in the playoffs, and people would bring like the Eva Longoria head with the yeah. Grizzlies headband on it. I just remember yelling at that lady or kid for wearing managed Noble jerseys one time. Okay, can we sidebar here? When people go to sporting events and wear jerseys of teams that are not competing at said sporting event, that might be one of the stupidest fucking things ever. I mean, I wear my my Cade York jersey to every event I can go to. (laughs) You really should. Like, I go to a Titans game. And they're playing like the Colts. And then you got some fucking loser walking around in a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. Like, what are you doing? But what if it was a Cade York jersey? All right. We're not doing a bit here, okay? <laughs> I mean, that that is so bizarre to me. I mean, that's even more bizarre than a custom jersey, which I think is stupid. No, man. Like, if I see somebody at a Titans game that's got like <laughs> – you know, a Titans jersey that's number like, you know, 99. And then on the back, it's like Monique's husband. Yeah, the best is they say like good at and then it's 69 is the number. Yeah, I guarantee you you're not. Uh, I've had a fire fest, too. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's what I just read. Oh no! Let's go. Billy McFarland back at it. It's not him, dude. Please tell me that's something. what it says. No, he tweeted it. He Fire tweeted Festival it, Two is finally happening. Tell me why you should be invited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really for the death penalty, but like a firing squad for him would be pretty good. <laughs> Just a good old fashioned firing squad. Back in the, uh, it was forever ago now, but you know, the old the old podcast rebellion. We had a uh, we had a guy on our show that um, he was in that documentary, and he gave us a good deep dive into uh, behind the scenes of Firefest. I'll have to dig it up and send y'all the link. <laughs> it was fascinating. Uh, yeah, Billy McFarland's a fucking moron. There's no way that this will be a success at all. What if he does? What if he just somehow gets everybody to go again? 
Jesus. Just does the same thing again. And it's like, well, you dumbasses bought the tickets. I mean, yeah, if you're dumb enough to do it again. Like, we know you've been in jail, but like, have you even heard of the Rad Dad pod? You're going to want us there. <laughs> Live show? Good. Mm-hmm. Dude, just, gosh. Um, all right, yeah, we got sidetracked there. Um, got, off, got off the rails near the end here. Uh, wait, ang- anger at building kids' things. Let me just go ahead and adjust. Earlier? Let me just adjust the docket here. Anger at building anything. Oh, fuck. Uh uh-uh. uh. I love it. Hell no. Come and do my shit then. I can't stand that. I will like. If there is an option when I buy something for it to be put together, I'm doing it. No, not me, man. I got to, I'll have it all just sitting out. And my, I'll, I'll get, it's like checking my, I was about to say ingredients, but like checking my uh, pieces. Like, yeah, piece. Make sure it's all there. And then I'll like, I will have it set up to where the instructions show me to do it like this. I will turn the whole thing to look just like that. And I'll put it all together. And it's like very therapeutic. It's like an adult Legos. Love it. It's like the adult coloring books you do. <laughs> yes, just like this. You could do like some uh, ASMR stuff with it, or just do a like do a TikTok video where it's just zoomed in on your hands the whole time because that's a big thing on TikTok is like hand porn. Say less. Have you not seen this? I suddenly have to go. <laughs> Like the people that do like shitty cooking videos and like, I know, trust me, I've got ideas. I'm going to put the camera just on my hands and I'm just going to show me doing stuff, no matter what it is. But my hands, I mean, it's like that's like a thing where it's like people do intentional, stupid recipes or like stupid things, but like the camera is just like zoomed in on how they're using their hands. It's like a fetish. It's really weird. I like, I'm not one to kink shame or anything, but like, I just. Sometimes I just fucking hate Dude. everything. <laughs> Joe, you want to talk about a good band name? Kink Shame. Kink, Kink Shame. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about that as we wrap up here. I was talking about that with some dads uh, around the neighborhood the other day. We're talking about like emo music and how like it's 1000% not dead. <clears throat> emo will live on forever, but. I was like, dude, you can talk like there are so many emo bands to where like you get into like a a fireside chat with a bunch of dudes that were born in like the late 80s, early 90s talking about emo music. There's so many bands that like somebody be like, oh, do you remember this band? And you'd be like, oh, hell yeah. And then somebody's like, oh, do you remember this band? And, like it's infinite. And I was like, dude, you can just make up a band name and everybody like will just assume that it's a real band. If Joe gets a hold of the ox cord, he always cuts it on like some old school Avril Lavigne. Dude, Avril can, yeah. Isn't she da- who's she dating now? Someone weird. Someone you would expect. Uh, Tiger. <laughs> like, yeah. T- like T-Y-G. Like Tiger. Like Tiger. Like, like Tiger. Yeah. Tiger. 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 Tiger Campbell. Whatever his name is. She was, was, with, Chad, she was with Chad Kroger for a while. She was married to Ch- Chad Kroger. He's like the, the, like the guy that yeah, owns the all the Krogers? The, his son. No, the lead singer Nickelback. 
good band, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They they got bops. Telling you, man, them and Creed, you throw those on, you throw those guys on on a road trip, you will be headbanging in no time. A photograph music video, which is a photograph and set up a photograph and set up a photograph. He was like Jesus too, with the way his hair was. Oh no, shit! She is in a relationship with Tyga the rapper. Yeah, that's what I said. Why, why would y'all think I lied about something like that? I, remember Parappa the rapper, the PlayStation game? Hell yeah! <laughs> From the Crash Bandicoot family. <laughs> what a great game! <laughs> The fucking late 90s, early 2000s were fucking wild. Dude. I mean, look, man, we, what a journey. What a journey. Masters recap, and we end with Parappa the Rapper. Speaking of journey. (laughs) Dude, Daniel went to that show last week. He went and saw the Toto Journey show. Oh, man. He said it was fucking sick. Dude, you went and saw Toto? Yeah, Toto played with Journey at the forum. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. How many times did they play Africa? He said when they played Africa, it was like awesome. They brought out the uh, member bears. <laughs> they brought out who? The member bears. I remember. I remember. I remember. Remember Temple of Doom? What did I watch? I watched the episode last night. Which one was it? Um, Al Cartman got a job. He was working with uh, Butters at the ice cream shop. <laughs> he was working from home at the ice cream shop because it was his mental health day. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely off the rails. Yeah, you lost control, man. I gotta, I gotta be honest. You lost control. Yeah, some, yeah. One of y'all hit me with the chloroform and y'all are driving to the back seat now. Um, <laughs> the reviews for this episode are just going to be based on how long people listen. <laughs> hey, randomly, as we close up, you remember when they did that documentary on like life of Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, and like how they do an episode like every week? Yeah, shit was nuts. Because it's all current event stuff, so they do it all yeah. in one week. Did you know it? Do you ever do you remember they had a Tennessee flag in their office? Like the state of Tennessee flag. Still don't know why. Had to have been somebody there. I'll have to go back and find like a picture of it. It's for uh for when Isaac Hayes was doing shit. Could have been. Possibly. Yeah, York, sorry. I, I had to clar- clarify state flag, not power T. Um <laughs> thanks. Now, if it was a Morgan Wallen documentary, balls, baby. Go balls. Ball for life. Kitty, Kitty Chesney. Hey, shout out to our, uh, was it Polish follower? On the Lambda Cap. Yeah, yeah, shout out, shout out Poland. Hell yeah. Go sausage. I guess. I don't know. Great flag. Simplicity. Is it red? Yeah, white and red, horizontal. Like Rory McIlroy. Really quick, what's the capital of Poland? Bangkok. 
That was not a real answer, Yort. <laughs> What's the currency that they use? The Drubnik. Incorrect. I don't know if this is how you say it, but it's it's spelled Z L O T Y, and there's like a accent mark on the L. Zolt. The Zoltan. Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear it? Hold on. Zoltan. Can y'all hear that? Zoltan. Zwalte. Zwalte. I'm hearing you, Gandy. No, you hit the Yanni album on your Spotify, dude. Y'all know uh, the anthem of Poland. Hey, Poland, we're your friends. We it was, like War- was, Parkers, come on. was Warsaw really the capital? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The <laughs> anthem is Poland is not yet lost. <laughs> So don't still give here. up on us. Don't give up on us. Hey, man, we didn't say anything, but just, just for, don't forget, we're not done yet. <laughs> don't fucking try it. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> they wrote they wrote that when the Blitzkrieg was coming over the border back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that said that the mat talking about the Masters said it was a sensory Blitzkrieg? <laughs> Who said that? Hold on. It's like something Spencer Hall would say. Battery's low now, too. Um, all right, last question, then we'll close up. Do you know the government that is in the country of Poland? It's got to be some weird Eastern European far-right fascist thing. Oligarchy. <laughs> what did you say? Oligarchy. <laughs> it is a unitary parliamentary republic. Close. Shit. Which is a unitary state with a Republican form of government in which the political power is vested in and trusted to the parliament with confidence by its electorate. That is a mouthful. <laughs> so, yeah. Just a, you know, little, little government trivia. Talking ice cream trucks. We're talking masters. We're talking car seats. We just do it all here on the Rad Dad Pod. Because of this um, segment, our uh, Polish listeners, our Poland audience is probably going to double. I hope so. I one do. to two. We, you love to fucking see it. Shout out to everybody. I don't know what time is it in Poland right now. Time is it in Poland? It is five forty-five a.m. Damn it! What time? Five forty-five a.m. It's weird. They are Marty McFly in that shit. They're we gotta the go hurry up and post because they're about to be in the car. Or the, <laughs> or the whatever they use. Yeah, they don't have a commute. Those those places over there, they're probably just working from home and they just, just walk and do a bunch of props and stuff. Yeah, probably. What you do in Poland? They probably got all kinds of PTO. They're just chilling. All right. Um, like we said last week, I'll be on the road for Thursday show. I believe we will still be recording. I will just be in a hotel. Or we'll do it. And the what? <laughs> What'd you say? So or we'll do it. No. You can't you no. Can't, you can't figure it out. Okay. No, we'll, we'll do take it. Off we'll the do next it. two days. <laughs> do a montage of you just trying to figure out Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, you, you, you gotta go out in the woods and punch dance. <laughs> Ball down the hill. 
right. Yeah, we'll be back Thursday. Um, I'll be in the great state of Colorado. But as I mentioned last week, high-speed internet in Hilton, baby. So we'll be good. Um, shout out to everybody out in Poland. You know, maybe you're getting back from the gym. Maybe you went for a run. Maybe you went for a bike ride. Maybe you're just getting up, getting the kids going for school. We appreciate you guys. Up. Like, yes, shut me out. <laughs> yeah, the the what is it? The I already forgot. What's their motto? Poland <laughs> is not lost. <laughs> they said we were lost. I told you. Poland is not lo- not yet lost. We're on the Rad Dad Pod. Um, come on, we have, we have some Poland. You you come on the Rad Dad Podcast. I don't know how uh, how you. Oh, that's, fu- that's racist. Oh, no. well, now they're gone. Damn it. He didn't mean it. Forgive him. Um, Poland, yeah. I. That was, that was Australian. I'm well, fucking done. I'm going to throw my fucking mic up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thursday, we'll be back. Episode 15. We're just. We're just churning them out at this point. So um, appreciate York. Appreciate Joe for joining. Um, And yeah, we'll be back then. Uh, Until next time. Take care. Brush your hair. Yeah.